Hi there. Welcome to the Creating Australia podcast. My name is Jessica Reynolds, and I'm a private town planner and business owner based in Brisbane, Queensland. I'm passionate about engaging with the amazing people that make the property and development industry what it is today. In Creating Australia, I want to learn from experts in the industry and share their knowledge and wisdom with you. In each episode, we'll talk with different people and unpack their past experiences and innovative ideas for the future. Join me now for an episode of Creating Australia, where we dive into the industry exploring local stories, projects, businesses, people, ideas, and more. Hi, Darren. Thank you so much for joining us today. We know that you're the co-owner of Knotwood, but how would you actually introduce yourself at a barbecue? Who are you? What do you do day to day? And what do, you, what, do you have a hobby? Yeah, so hobbies, my passion is actually surfing. So um, oh. moved here from Wollongong in 1991 and uh, we moved next to the ocean, which we could take advantage more of the, the surf up here, the warmer weather. And, so that's, and, uh, are you on the Gold Coast or? Yeah, on the Gold Coast, yeah. Beautiful. You're not scared of the sharks at the moment? Um, uh, yeah. Um, actually, we've taken up a new sport called foiling, so it, oh, it lifts above the water. So kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I like my chances a little better than a surfboard at the moment. Yeah, definitely. That's what, I'm a kite surfer, and I always said that I took it up because I could jump the shaft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit like that. <laughs> and what do you do day to day? Day to day, now, now that I'm nearly 30 years on from being self-employed, I um, just have a look at our processes that we have in place um, for any potential holes that could be developing in our processes and then um, look for ways to close up the hole and keep the processes moving smoothly. Very articulate. Thank you. So what does Knotwood do? What is it? It's a product. Yes, it's an aluminium product. And what we do at Knotwood is we design aluminium profiles for different systems, say, for example, cladding or uh, at the moment there's a a screening. So we design systems that clip together so that you don't see the fixing. So when you look at the finished product, it's a seamless finished product. On top of that, we've got a unique machines that make them look like wood or concrete or rust. Any sort of finish that you can think of, we can make it look like that. Yeah, no, that's like an absolutely amazing product. And you're obviously doing quite well because I have some stats here that you have a team of over 30 and an annual turnover of 6 million. Understanding that this is, it's old. (laughs) Yeah, uh, we got 72 staff now and we double that now turnover. Wow. I wonder when these stats are from. Chantel is going to need to do some more research, (laughs) I think. So, like, that's an amazing feat. Um, It's a 100% Australian-owned business. Is my yeah, understanding. There's a lot of family involved. Yes. And well, we started. I've been in the powder coating industry for some time now, since about 1995, is when I first business in powder coating. And my son joined us when he was old enough to join, and we sort of were training him as a as a young. How kid. old is that? Well, my son's actually 34. He runs the place now. I'm sort of. I don't really run the place anymore. He runs the place. But he's been trained right through every job in the, that Notwood does. He does every, he can do every job. So he's wow. been with me from the beginning. That's cool. And was that the um, path you had laid out for him as soon as he was born? Or has he just taken uh, it on board himself? Well, he did some IT work when he first uh, left school. Mm-hmm. And he, that's been a big advantage for our business because I think 
IT and social media and these platforms for marketing um, mm-hmm. are the way to go. When I first started, there wasn't even mobile phones. So <laughs> there's been a lot of changes in the last 28 years in business. So interesting yeah, That's change. really cool. So he's gone away, done his own thing, learnt new skills that maybe weren't already incorporated into the business and then has brought them in. Yeah, well, he was doing that on the side. He did do uh, mm-hmm. a few years of his own uh, of IT mm-hmm. and marketing. And then he brought them skills to Notwood and created our, all our marketing platforms, social media platforms, as, as well as knowing the job physically. Yeah. No, you that's say so he's awesome. one of the secrets to the success. The secrets is definitely, sounds like he's definitely one of the secrets to success, but I think um, dad has definitely set that path in motion. And I understand that you were um, a 15 year old school leaver and now you're, you know, co-owner of this massive business. What actually happened in between? Like, have you, or have you always wanted to own your own business? Um, well, leaving school at 15, not really knowing what I wanted to do. My dad Mm -hmm. sent me down to the local bank, which was the national bank at the time. So I got a little bit of experience in finance as a young person. Mm -hmm. So 15 to, was about 26, 25, I was working in uh, the the national bank, the Illawarra Credit Union. Yeah. So I've got a bit of an understanding of housing loans and so forth in that period of time. Okay. So we moved to the Sunshine Coast in 91. Okay. And then, in, yeah, so a long time ago. Um, yeah. And then I started just, I wasn't doing anything. So I used to joke with my friends saying I was on, uh, working for Bob Hawke's surf team at the time. So I was on the dock <laughs> for six months. Um, what happened the between the bank life. and the Sunshine Coast? Did you just leave the bank and move up with, I imagine, yeah. your family, your wife? My wife and uh, Um, my son, yeah. Okay, and so you moved to the Sunshine Coast and decided, I just want to go surfing all day? Was that the... No, that wasn't the reason. No, I always knew I had to to keep working, but I didn't want to go back to the bank. So Mm -hmm. I was just looking around for opportunity and then decided to start my own business making security doors and screens in 92. Okay, you just decided to do that? Yeah, a friend of a friend of mine gave me the opportunity to to do it. So I thought, oh, mm-hmm. I'm not doing anything. I'm just surfing. So uh, let's <laughs> let's give this a go. And found out quite quickly that I didn't really like making stuff. But I thought that you know I'll go out and sell the stuff and then get somebody else to make it. Yeah. And uh, we grew that business um, in '92. We sold that business in '98, I think. We had okay. about 30 staff working for us at the time. So I sold that. But in the meantime, I got into the powder coating business. So I set that up as well. Well, it sounds like you've got such business savvy, you know, within a couple of years, you're really taking businesses from nothing to something. Where Um, did that come from? Just working at the bank or is it just you? Like, do you, like, what's your secret skill? Probably risk taker. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Now, uh, the skill is um, just, you just got to work. You work hard. You know, mm-hmm. you see an opportunity, you say, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And then you work weekends, you work at night, you just got to keep working to get that business off the ground. Mm-hmm. And then as, as that business grows and you sort of fill the holes that appear, once you, you know, you go and sell, then you need someone to make it. Then you need someone okay. to fit it. And then you need another person to make it. And then you get another person to install it. Then a salesperson and you just slowly, slowly okay. grow. Would you say you're very good at HR then? 
Are you good no, at like, not very good people? at HR, no? but um, <laughs> I think over the years, um, I'd have to say if I was to, I'm probably okay at seeing, looking at a process and then ha- seeing mm-hmm. what you need to the fill holes. that okay. holes in those processes. Yeah. Yeah. And then okay. you just hire the person for that position. No, that's really awesome. Okay, so you've sold that business and now you're yeah. moving on to the next one. What's yeah, so I had now? a powder coating business. Before I sold the business on the Sunshine Coast, I'd set up a powder coating business in Brisbane. Mm-hmm. And I had two powder coating businesses going at one stage. Okay. One on the Sunshine Coast, one in Brisbane. And sold the powder coating business in on the Sunshine Coast. Mm-hmm. And really just put everything into this powder coating business in Brisbane, which was okay. difficult. It was probably the most difficult business that I've, I had. Was it just um, the model? Was it the machinery? It was the model and the machinery. It was a tough, okay. bit of a tough gig, that one. Yeah. So, and did you so, start the powder coating business to yeah, uh, assist your previous business? I was given the opportunity to do um, powder coating for a large company, an aluminium company. Okay. So I set that up for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's the reason I did that. So another okay. another risk, but hey, it's opportunity. <laughs> Look at the opportunity and take a risk. Okay, so opportunity taking, risk taking, and knowing where to put when to put people and where to put them. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay, so you've got this this powder coating business in Brisbane. It's hard work. Then what? So I've been go- I was going for about how many years? It would have been about eight years in that business, powder coating, mm-hmm. and then the wood grain powder coating came on the scene was that this was an invention in italy okay and i flew over to italy to have a look at some machines over there and then bought one back okay so uh it it wasn't the pasta and wine going to your head it was a good investment (laughs) (laughs) yeah you can say that um so yeah so i bought the machine back and then looked for business for it Mm-hmm. And then started doing that. It was a bit of a slow start because okay. it was something which was new. It's new. Uh, yep. Hasn't. So there's no been... existing market for it in Brisbane, like in Australia. Sorry. There was a small, very small market for it, but the machinery okay. and the technology was still uh, progressing. Mm-hmm. So it was sort of just right at the beginning of that technology. So there's a little, it was a little bit slow. It wasn't. You weren't able to do a, a lot very quickly okay. sort of in it at the right time and the technology grew it drew it grew really mm-hmm. quick in the next couple of years the machinery started to be much better the, the and where was the, that coming from all from italy from italy all, okay. all italian products and italian machinery so yeah so i was doing that and then i had an opportunity to sell my powder coat business so i sold that and then moved the wood grain machine, you could call it, the easiest way to explain okay. it. Yeah. I moved that down to Stapleton, here at Stapleton, mm-hmm. just focusing on finishing other people's metal with the wood okay. grain look. Uh-huh. Okay. And so that's yeah. the start of Knotwood, would you say? Yeah, you could say that was the start of Knotwood. Then uh, my business partner, Alan, he, he joined and he said, look, I really like what you're doing okay. and I want to join. I said, okay, that's fine, not a problem. But um, we started getting... How do you know Alan? Who is he? He's a, you're playing football. 
soccer, the okay. round ball case. So, so he didn't yeah. come off the street or anything. He just no, he was actually just... talking to you for a while. Your yeah, friend, yeah, I've known him, and... I've known him outside what... of business, yeah. Okay, and what was his skill that he was bringing in? Sales. He was a sales. Sales. real go Yeah, he's a real, a real negotiator. He was something which I thought, oh, you know, this guy could add a lot to the business, so... But quickly, when with the wood grain business, we noticed a whole uh, a lot of customers were telling us, "Look, I'd rather you give me a product that already had the wood grain finish on it." And okay. that's really when Knotwood began, because what we did, uh, we're in the fencing market primarily okay. at the beginning, and a lot of people were saying, "Look, I like your colour, but I'd I'd rather you come to me with a product already coated." So that's mm -hmm. when we started to design our own aluminium system. So we, we started with a channel and a gate frame mm -hmm. and the slats were already in the market. So we just added our different profiles to um, start making gates, start making fencing. As soon as we did okay. that, the market opened up from just being on the Gold Coast Brisbane to Australia and the rest of the world. Okay, and did you yeah. did you foresee that happening? Were you was that always the plan, or were you just like, oh my goodness, this is really going off? This is a shock. Um, well, it was Brendan that really helped. My son really helped us okay. to identify the uh, the markets that are overseas. He said, well, let's get this website going. Let's get this social media going. So you had no website before Brendan? Not really, no. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I, I came from the bit. I started business without a mobile phone, so you know everything was moving quite quickly. So he added that dimension to our business. The younger, the younger generation, the, this mm -hmm. newer generation. It's just a total way of marketing today. So yeah. I let them do their stuff, and I just stand back. No, that's beautiful. Well, as you yeah. said, your skill is finding the hole, putting the right person in it, and stepping away. Yeah, exactly. I'll just make a mess of it. <laughs> <laughs> I highly doubt that, but at least you know your um, limitations. Yeah. So where to from here? You're like yeah, obviously um, overseas now. You're, you're going into Hawaii. Um, was it Canada? Yeah, Canada, um, America, the USA. Um, USA. The Australian market grew really quickly because we're able mm -hmm. to sell our products just directly to Western Australia, to South mm -hmm. Australia, to Victoria. So we're able to to sort of grow quite quickly from there. And because yeah. it was the right time, it was early, early with this product, sort of product, yeah, it just really grew quickly. And um, having the financial background understood, having a friendly bank manager and telling him what we <laughs> want to do and, you know, trying to get him to realise the dream as well. So that was part of the plan. Um, with the social media, we got a little bit of interest from America, so we jumped okay. in the plane and over and, and um, seen these guys. I assume that was not this year? No, it wasn't this year. It's <laughs> quite a few years ago now. Um, but it was actually Hawaii that was the first real okay. good interest. So okay. good, good country to have uh, a lot of interest from. Or a good, but that a was good through place. your socials? Yeah, yeah. It was all through um, the social media. And uh, we flew to Hawaii to, to see a, a, a guy that was really interested in it. And from there, we, we got a distributor in Hawaii and still mm -hmm. the same distributor today. And the, Ameri the USA market grew. We, we started to attend some home shows, trade shows and that over there mm -hmm. because the Americans are, I don't know, 
they're a long way behind us when it comes to aluminium. <laughs> or if they prefer... It's an Australian podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, they're a long way behind us. I mean, they, they, they spell it wrong anyway. They call it aluminium, but anyway. Um, <laughs> so we, we went over there with our fencing uh, product and, and there was nothing like it, nothing okay. like it over there. So we were able to sort of get a couple of guys that, were, that took it on. But the market's totally different. You know, Americans, even though we speak the same language, they are different people to us. So the marketing and how we go about things was a bit different. So we had to get yeah. an American to, to sell to the Americans. And that's yeah. what we did. We found an American guy that was our sales rep. So we started him okay. and it grew, yeah. And is that what you're doing country to country now is finding a local sales representative to sell to their countrymen? Well, in, yeah, well, in the meantime, at one of the trade shows that we are doing, we, um, mm -hmm. we actually won product, building product of the, the, the show, the trade show. So Amazing. that sort of put us on a bit of a map over there. And then a, a larger company seen that and decided to buy the rights off us. So we sold the rights to the manufacturer of our product in the USA. No, that's really cool. It's really cool. And so will you be going into some non-English speaking countries soon or what's the plan there? Are you going to go, um, go hard or go home, go big? Yeah, we, I guess um, we're looking at setting up our own branch in, in the UK at the moment. Okay. So we're hoping to have our own branch uh, by the end of the year. We already have a sales rep in the UK. Mm -hmm. um, that's will probably be the route to the other countries. Okay. The ultimate for us would be able to sell Knotwood to Italy because they, they're the inventors of the product. <laughs> so that's our goal. <laughs> Isn't that like the selling ice to an Eskimo type? Yeah, I think so. You know, <laughs> joke? No, yes. that's really cool. So that is a, a goal of Knotwood. And do you have a personal goal? Is there something you'd like to see even if, um, you know, you retire? Is there something you really want to see within the business? It stay Australian, um, more sustainable manufacturing. What's the goal? Well, we've really, when it comes to our machinery, what we have here, um, it, you know, it's still a family business. My son, like as I said, he runs the business. My daughter's in um, in the business. My son-in-law's in the business. So it's, I'd like to sort of leave it for them to continue to grow. And we continue to develop new products, new colours. We, we now, because we've sort of were in the market very early, the Italian company that we work with, who provide our films to this day, okay. to put the wood grain on the powder coat, that is, they ask us now, what's the next fashion? What's, where, where do we go from here? So we do a little bit of marketing <laughs> for them too. That's an interesting day when the Italians are asking us about what's in style. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. I think um, we just changed the market a little bit by designing our own profiles. The market okay. primarily before that was purely just to finish other people's products. Yeah, yeah that's really cool. Okay, well, thank you so much, Darren, for joining us today. Your story is so interesting and Knotwood is an amazing business. Um, we can't see, wait to see where it goes. Um, how can people contact you or the business if they want to? Obviously, you have socials. Yeah, social media, the website, um, notwood.com.au. All the, all the platforms, Notwood. Notwood not with a K, is, okay? Notwood yes, with a K. K-N-O-T-W-O-O-D. Excellent. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you.
thank you for listening to this episode. If you would like to see this product in action, please head over to the Urban Planners Queensland YouTube channel. Links are in the episode notes or you can find the recordings by visiting upqld.com.au. That is upqld.com.au.